All right, we're here. Welcome to episode 38 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we are in preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. You can stay up to date on Versus Mike History by subscribing to our newsletter and find any further information at versusmikehistory.com. Obi-Wan Kenobi said, your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. It seems to be getting harder. Distinguishing reality from the illusions people make for us or from the ones we make for ourselves. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the plan to make me think I'm crazy. It's working. Okay. All right. A nigga never learned to say. I be ballin' anyway. I be ballin' anyway. God don't make no mistakes. God don't make no mistakes. Uh, uh. A nigga never learn to say. I be ballin' anyway. Yeah, switch. God don't make no mistakes. This life is give and take. Needed something wavy to get my point across. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. Look up at the scoreboard that you took a loss. Aim it at your Adam's apple, turn it to applesauce. Yeah, casting turn, Peter Street in the motocross. Last one with Dev Jam. Yo, 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 yo. What's good, family? What's good, family? We back here again. Oh, let me just turn that off. We back here again for another episode of Versus Mike History. Uh, I feel like it's been a while since I recorded last. It's been such turbulent times in the country since I've last recorded. So many things have happened and uh, there have been so many new developments. Um, I'm coming off the anniversary of Versus Mike History. We just turned one. Shout out to us. And I'm very excited to record today. Uh, I'm recording live from the new spot. And, um, you know, we got stuff to talk about. So we're going to go ahead and get started. We can go ahead and get started by leading with love, as we usually do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take this time to give a shout out to all of my frat brothers who I celebrated my alphaversary with this past weekend. Shout out to my brothers. Um, it's been four years in the fold. Proud of everybody's accomplishments and everybody's achievements. And um, I know we got many more ahead of us. So I wanted to take the time out to shout out my brothers. We could go ahead and get into the Black Spotlight of the Week. This is coming from Black Enterprise once again. So a student who took 21 AP courses becomes the first black male valedictorian at his high school. And Rawlin Lee Jr., an 18-year-old teen from Georgia, has made history as the first black male valedictorian in his high school. More than that, he has secured $1.3 million in scholarships. In a non in a now viral tweet, Tate shared his list of academic accomplishments, which have included a 4.7 GPA, being the top of his class for seven years, and being a Georgia scholar. He also took 21 AP courses and he never got any grade lower than a 98. T has been accepted into 14 colleges such as Ohio State, Florida AM, University, Georgia Tech, Morehouse, Howard, Rose, Holman, Hampton, University of Georgia, North Carolina A&T, Tuskegee, and more. Out of those schools, Tate has decided 
decided to go to North Carolina A&T. So shout out to this brother, uh, Rollins Lee Tate Jr., for being an absolute scholar and scientist and basically just wizard in the classroom, crushing every test that comes his way, taking all of these advanced courses advanced courses in order to receive more college credits being at the top of his class for seven years that's one hell of an accomplishment man and um i love seeing black excellence being conducted across the country and it's not necessary and black excuse me black excellence isn't always you achieving the most you can possibly be but sometimes it's just you being you all right, people, let's go ahead and get into some current events because um, I feel like it's been a while since I've been with you guys last. I know I've only been away a week, but so much has happened in that time and um, all of it needs to be addressed. So first and foremost, the election occurred while I was gone and Donald Trump did, in fact, lose the presidential election, making Joe Biden our president elect. And I do think that it is a positive step in the right direction for the country. But I do think that um, there is a lot more that is required in order to um, help the black community and help reverse all of the things that happened to other marginalized communities um, since Donald Trump was has been president. And, you know... Most people are happy and grateful and things like that. I, for the most part, um, didn't have much too much of a reaction, but I can't acknowledge that Donald Trump um, was a bad look for our nation, for sure. So shout out to Kamala Harris for securing the vice presidential nomination. Um, she becomes the first woman and the first black person to become vice president of the United States. And that is very major and huge in a positive direction moving forward for black women, for black people in general, and for the country. So yeah, I'll go ahead and get started with that. Um, I guess we can go ahead and move on to more negative news. Um, so Whew, man, we lost one of our young, um, one of our young kings. King Vaughn was shot in Atlanta uh, over a dispute with another um, posse or clique or whatever. And it's really unfortunate that we are losing our black men, our black entertainers specifically, our black hip hop entertainers to be more specific, um, to gun violence still. Like, this is an issue that we were going through in the 90s, and for it to still be prevalent and very relevant to our culture in 2020, it says a lot, especially during a time when people shouldn't even be outside. Like, the fact that this occurred outside of some club just goes to show that we don't have our priorities in order in terms of keeping each other safe and doing what needs to be done in order to get rid of COVID in the country because we're going on almost an entire year soon. But 
to get back to the point, um, rest easy to this black king. He leaves behind, um, I believe, two children. Uh, his he owned his masters and his music, and he was an independent. He was an independent artist, so his family will be able to um, survive off of his music, or at least make a decent amount of money off of his music and his legacy. And um, I saw somewhere that his producers and his managers um, have a ton of new music in the stash from him, and they'll be releasing it in the in the, in the following months so that his fans can have a proper goodbye. And I think that's beautiful, and I think that we need to stop putting our entertainers in the front line of gun violence and gang violence. And I know that they have to take that responsibility for themselves as well, but I do think that this is an issue that um, has gone on for far too long and something that should have never been an issue in the first place because we don't see these types of issues. We don't see these types of events go on. Or if we do, they happen very, very rarely in other genres of music and other communities. And, um, you know, it's very sad and disappointing to see. Um, and I feel for his family and I feel for his fans. And that's pretty much all I have to say on that, man. It just, it just really sucks. You know, I wish that we could come together and be more united to, um, especially during these times where like the nation is so divided, like we shouldn't be killing each other. Um, but moving on from that, we lost another soldier, uh, and Mo, Mo was a, um, was a, a rap artist. He, he spent a lot of time with Boozy. I think he was Boozy's artist. And, um, I was just watching him and Boozy on the hot boxing with Mike Tyson podcast. So to see that he lost his life as well is very disappointing because, the words that he gave Tyson on that podcast were very uh, reassuring that he knew the direction that he wanted to take with his life or he knew that he knew his purpose in life. And, you know, to see these black men get their lives taken away from them at such a young age and not be able to grow old and take care of their families and see their families grow with them is um, is very unfortunate. And we have to make a difference in order for these types of things to not be normalized and for not for it to not just be headline clickbait and all of these things. So um, prayers go to both of their families and yeah. Now in other news, um, it was announced a couple weeks ago that the there will be a versus between Jeezy and T.I. because T.I. was on social media talking crazy to any and everyone who would lend an ear to him. And T.I. has been in the news quite a lot lately, um, but most recently for his distasteful comments about not bringing gun violence to Atlanta um, because... Atlanta is a safe haven for black people or whatever he was getting at. And I don't know if that had anything to do with um, him being removed from verses, but 
as of today, when I'm recording this episode, it has been announced that Gucci will be replacing T.I. and battling Jeezy for, well, not battling because it's been dubbed a celebration. Um, This is obviously a little bit controversial because of Gucci and Jeezy's beef in the past. Um, I do think that this is a better choice for a versus, especially if they're dubbing it as the season two premiere. Um, It definitely will attract more listeners or viewers just because of their history of beefing in the past. And I think that T.I. was kind of in over his head in terms of the type of verses that he wanted versus <laughs> um, the type of verses that people were looking for him to participate in. Like, he was looking to go 20 for 20 with some legend from New York or Cali or, you know what I mean? Like, some heavy hitter. And I think that most people who tune into these versus battles were looking for him to go head to head with somebody who's from Atlanta because T.I. always talks hot shit about how he's the originator of trap music and this and that. But he, when it comes to these versus battles, he doesn't really bring up anyone's name that is from Atlanta. Like he doesn't want to go head to head with anybody from Atlanta, but we don't have to worry about that now because he's not doing the verses at all. And yeah, I look forward to this. I think that Jeezy comes out as the winner. Um, I'm not a Gucci fan, but that doesn't mean that I don't know that he got, I don't know that he has slaps because I do know this. Um, Gucci has been a, a hit maker for some time now, not just since he's been out of prison and, um, or since he's been skinny <laughs> And uh, yeah, you know, I look forward to this. I think it's going to be dope. But that's pretty much all I have for current events. I'll go ahead and get into some new music now. Um, So there was a rumor floating around that we were going to be seeing a lot of music at the end of the year just because labels hadn't been releasing anything because artists weren't going on tours. And now they need to see some recoupment from the albums that they've created over the course of this year. And um, some of the albums that we got this past week were from 2 Chains. Uh, so Help Me God, I believe, is the name of that project. Um, I didn't get through all of it, but I did hear the first couple of tracks. Like, I would say um, I heard about the first four or five songs. I heard, Yeah, I heard the first... I heard the first um, five or six songs, and it was dope. You know, uh, 2 Chainz has never been one of my favorite artists, but he does know his way around the studio. He knows his way around a hit record, and he um, put together, from what I've heard so far, a dope project. So shout out to him. Uh, Future and Uzi drop off a collaboration project called Pluto and Baby uh, Pluto. And Baby Pluto. Um, this seemingly came out of nowhere, but it's appreciated nonetheless. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I think it's dope. It has a couple of really dope tracks on here, such as uh, Sleeping on the... No, not Sleeping on the Floor, but um, Real Baby Pluto, Million Dollar Play, um, 
and there was one more that I saw. I think it was, I don't remember. But yeah, uh, Uzi and Future, they dropped off a project. That was pretty dope. So check that out. Danny Lay, she dropped a EP album. I don't really know. I guess she dropped a project off. That was pretty cool. I was listening to that earlier. I didn't get all the way through it, though. But it was cool vibes. Um, she has a really weird voice to me. Like, it's very um, monotone. Like, it's not bad, but it's not anything memorable. Um, but, yeah, no, it wasn't a bad project. So I know that was sounding like shade or whatever, but it's just giving my take on the, on the girl's voice. Uh, moving forward, Nav dropped a project with... I believe, I want to say it was Wheezy he dropped his project with. Um, yeah. I didn't get through all of that um, all of that project just because I've never been that big of a NAF fan in the first place. So, um, and I have no use for listening to that by myself in my apartment. Nonetheless, I'm sure some of you guys uh out there listen to that so you go ahead and check that out um what else do we have here we have oh salam remy he released an album uh featuring a plethora or a slew i like both of those words of dope artists and i'll read them off uh he got buster rhymes lucky fresh black thought CeeLo green Mm, Bilal, Tidra Moses, D-Nice, Mac Wilds, Common, Black Thought, Case, the list goes on. Um, but it's a really, really dope album, very conscious, uh, conscious black music, and I think that you should check it out, you know, if you have some time and, you know, you want to get into that vibe. <laughs> Um, and last but not least, DeVito, he dropped an album as well. I didn't get to listen to it, but I wanted to acknowledge that he put out a project. Uh, you guys can go ahead and check that out. I think the name of it is, I'm going to look for it right now. Don't put me under so much pressure. I can't handle it. The name of the project is called A Better Time. So you guys go ahead and check that out. And yeah, you know, that's it for new music. Um, I don't have too much television to talk about just because I haven't been watching anything new and all the black shows are pretty much off of air right now. Um, I have been watching Fargo. Um, I'm still on the second season of that and, uh, it's pretty, pretty dope. I've also been, uh, catching up on the Chappelle show, which is, uh, which was just put on. Netflix, but I didn't know that it was already on HBO Max. So I've been watching that as well. Um, I finished up Grand Army, like I said on the previous podcast, and I've just been watching uh, YouTube. I've been watching Ari Lennox's Black Business Show. I've been watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. And I wanted to talk about Jingle Jangle, which is a new Blackness movie that was released on Netflix because... Um, you know, I'm not a big holiday person and I'm definitely not a big Christmas movie person, but, uh, I'm a big black person. 
Um, and I think that this movie is very dope. I've seen a lot of people just from uh, a bird's eye view because I haven't actually seen it yet, but I've seen a couple of promote, um, promotional tools for it. And um, I see that Cedric the Entertainer is a part of the film and um, Key is a part of the film. film and uh, it just seems like a nice little fantasy adventure that involves a mostly black cast. And I think that that's dope. And it's um, a different change of tone from the Christmas movies that we usually see with literally all lily white casts. And yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. I didn't have too much to talk, touch on um, with you guys this week, but I did want to check in and talk about some stuff. Um, I do want to get into some important things, though, as we wrap up this episode. I want to talk about uh, the winner of the Versus Mike History Brown Box gift card giveaway. And the winner of that is none other than uh, Mel B, who is at Who's That Brown on Instagram. Shout out to you, Queen. Uh, I'll be getting your shipping information to send out that Brown Box gift card for you. And um, I also wanted to touch on the one year anniversary of the podcast. It's been a wild ride so far and I'm happy for how far um, we've come on this journey so far. I have a lot more in store for the podcast and um, I have a lot of exciting things that I really want to get into. And, you know, you guys have been reaching out for interviews and I'm trying to schedule everybody to fit everybody in for their one-on-ones on the podcast and you know just having guests back on the show to come on and chop shit and talk shit about whatever's going on in the black community or whatever we feel like talking about on any given day and yeah so as always in topics questions music and movie suggestions you can follow me on twitter at mike history and on instagram at last name history and you can follow the podcast at vs mike history on twitter and versus mike history on instagram as always all information regarding the podcast is on versus mike and i will see you suckers next week it has been lovely goodbye